Holy jumpin', what is the upskies, everybody? Welcome to a very special episode of the GX GamerCast. This is a 100-episode special. Now, now level with me. I haven't done 100 episodes of the GX, of the GamerCast, the WrestleCast, or the HockeyCast. But in accumulation, I have done 100 of these podcasts so far on the GX Hockey Plus cast. So, here we are. We are 100 episodes in, so... What is the plan for this episode? Well, I'm going to be talking about a little bit of a sort of an origin story. Not 100%, but that could be for maybe episode 200 where I can go on the, the, you know. But anyway, this is going to be the story about my rise and fall of multiplayer gaming throughout my my life. Because I have legitimately been playing video games for, it was one of my earliest memories. I've been playing them for as early as my brain clicked on and started retaining memories. I... My earliest memories were playing Tetris and Mario Brothers on my Nintendo with my grandma and my dad. And, um, yeah, dude, gaming has been a part of my life my whole entire life. I I really uh, don't know what to do with myself if gaming wasn't in it because that is a massive part of, of who I am and all that stuff. And a large part of uh, my gaming story was multiplayer gaming, especially uh, in terms of my YouTube career. But uh, we'll get more into that in just a moment. Before I get too into the rabbit hole in the storytelling, let's uh, let's go through what has been uh, what have I what have I been up to this past week? What I've been watching? What have I been playing? What have I been doing with myself? Well, let's get into that before we start the episode. So. I have been partaking in, of course, I've been playing The Witcher 3, uh, feeling very confident now that I should be able to get part two of that episode up next week. Uh, I, According to the video game, I, I went up to a mission, and it was like, oh, hey, this is this is the one, so I guess I'm at the end, so I might be almost done here with The Witcher 3, just a few more things to clean up, and yeah, I think um, think next week it should be safe to say I should have episode, or uh, part two of my Witcher 3 three review up so uh you can be looking forward to that still playing through it very much so enjoying that game of course uh let me just pull up my notes here there we go Uh, i've also been playing our finished inscriptions so you can go back and listen to that episode uh i believe it was last week's episode i talked about inscription just an absolute gem of a indie game a game that i highly recommend Uh, you do not miss out on that one so if you want uh, to know a little bit more about that game, go back and check out the the episode I did on it. It's not really a review. It's not a spoiler cast or anything like that. It's basically me pitching you on why you should play this game, and 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 trust me on this one. You're going to enjoy it. I uh, it 100% stuck the landing with me. The ending was like holy fuck. And yeah, I think um, sadly, I think I am done with the game. There is some end game stuff that you can continue to do, like challenges and stuff. But I I think I'm moving on. Uh, mostly because of this game right here that I started the other day, and that is Vampire Survivors. So, more than likely have heard about this game. I've heard about this game a lot, uh, just kind of smashed on the radar late last year, and everyone was going crazy about it. I looked at, like, 10 seconds of gameplay. I was like, holy crap, that looks insane. I downloaded it on Xbox Game Pass, and I started playing it the other night, and oh, hell yeah, man, this is just... Very, 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 very fun. Like you are, you you begin the game and you you got you got what you're doing within eight seconds of playing. It's it's you're right into the game. There's like no really, there's no tutorial. You're just in and play, and it's just some straight up fun ass gameplay. And um, yeah, I would recommend it. I honestly, I played it a handful of times now, and I did like basically each level. There's like a time limit, thirty minutes. And, um, yeah, I made it through a 30-minute session, and holy crap, man, my fingers were just aching. I felt like I just got through a workout. Like, it was wild, and it got really, like, uncomfortable, like, intense. Like, when I got to, like, the 22-minute mark, I'm like, oh, fuck, am I going to be able to do this, like, the full 30-minute? And, uh, yeah, I did, and uh, instantly I just turned the game off. I'm like, I'm good, but... Other than that one time, the game is always, it's a one more run kind of game. Oh, let me try it one more time. I could try this strategy. Really, really good game. I highly recommend it, especially if you got Game Pass or something. It's it's on there, and it's uh, definitely worth your try. Definitely worth a try. If you don't like it within the fir- your first playthrough, it's almost a guarantee that you're going to be like, well, I'll try that again, and, and it's it's really, really fun. I highly recommend you check that game out, as it was highly recommended to me by basically every single person that played it. They love it, and I completely understand why. It's really, really fun. 
And of course, I've been playing through The Wolf Among Us. That is a Let's Play series that I am doing right now on my YouTube channel, Gamer GX Videos. You can go follow the link down below, or you can just go look it up on YouTube and go check it out. Uh, do day, uh, two uploads on Saturdays, and then every other day uploads five, five episodes per week over there. So yeah, I do. Uh, I have a lot of videos over there. I've been on YouTube since 2010. Uh, off and on, I have a really strong period there at the beginning. Then I went quiet for like four years, and now I'm pretty much back and in full swing of of it. Been doing YouTube uh, consistently now for about I don't know six months or so. So uh, I feel pretty good uh, back on the YouTube train. So you can go over there. I did some Resident Evil let's plays uh, until dawn. I just finished up. That was a really fun one. So if you're interested, go over there, give it a shot, and uh, let me know what you think. And in terms of, uh, I watched a movie this week, a movie that was on Disney+, Plus, but it is very much so not a Disney movie. This movie is called Barbarian. So this is a horror movie. It's on Disney+. Plus. I was pleasantly delighted that it was on Disney because uh, I really wanted to see this movie. And um, it was a really, really good movie. I really enjoyed it. It's, um, I can't, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's uh, basically... Um, you're the, the girl shows up at an Airbnb in Detroit, and then some shit goes down, and it takes a couple of really wacky twists, and it was pretty, it was a fun movie, like, and it, it had its scares, like, it wasn't horrifying or anything, but it definitely had me interested, the twists and turns that it took throughout were quite interesting, I liked it, um, yeah, it was a well-acted movie, I enjoyed it quite a bit, it was really cool, really different, and, um, I don't know, I have to... It, I don't know, in terms of horror movies now, it, the 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 moral of the story or whatever, it, they're usually a little bit more, like, real, if, if that makes any sense. Like, they kind of use um, realistic stuff as, like, horror. They're not going for, like, that, oh, it's a ghost from the fucking Wendigo buried thousands of years into this ancient temple or something. It's not like that. It's uh, based... I guess grounded in reality, sort of, I guess, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but what I am going to say is that it was a good movie, and if you're interested in a solid horror movie with a cool little twist, where you think you know what's going on, but then within, like, it's like within, I think, the first 20 minutes of the movie, it, it like, completely switches directions, I'm like, oh shit, okay, cool, uh, go into this, don't look into it, just, just go into it blind, and just watch it, have a good time, turn the lights out, get some popcorn, and you'll have a good time with Barbarian, so, uh, I, I'll recommend that movie, it was good, uh, I have been uh, still watching Andor. I am on episode eight now, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's fine. It's not bad or anything. Definitely not a bad show. It just has not grabbed me at all compared to any of the other Star Wars shows that I've watched. I've watched all of them. This is kind of the last one of the shows that are out there that I haven't watched. And yeah, it's it's kind of just like yeah, it's there. It's fine. It's uh, and. I like I'm not done it yet, so it couldn't. Uh, the ending could be extremely cool, but so far, eh. You know, I'm not all that into the storyline. The characters are not that awesome. I mean, Andor himself, I'm not all that into him as a character. He's kind of just not that likable, really. Honestly, um, not talking about acting ability or anything. It's just straight up the character. I'm not that big into, and um, yeah, it's pretty. I don't know, a little more. It feels too similar, like you're kind of a standard cop show or something, but in space with the Star Wars gimmick, I don't know. A lot of things, a lot of things just scream like other shows that I've watched that I just, I, I turn them off instantly the second they start kind of doing the the same old thing. I don't know. It feels a little tired, this show, but I am going to finish it. I'm definitely going to finish it, and it's it's fine. Like, it's fine. Not my favorite show. I Maybe it's because the hype on this show around it was so high. Like, I don't think I've heard anyone say a bad thing about this show. And all the other shows was like, oh, it's a little slow. Oh, it's this and it's that. And I, I really liked Obi-Wan. Really liked Mandalorian, of course. Who doesn't? And um, the, Bo the Book of Boba Fett I also really enjoyed. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this Andor one. It's, it's fine. I'm enjoying it. But it's definitely not my favorite one. And the other show that I, I actually finished a show here. So, I watched uh, The Bear. It's another show that is on... Uh, Disney Plus. It's an FX show, so it's uh, it's very similar to Shameless. It, it has uh, Jeremy White in it, who's uh, Lip, I believe that was his character's name in Shameless. He is an unbelievable actor, and especially in this show, he is fantastic, absolutely fantastic 
acting out of him. And the show is fine. It's definitely got that that shameless feel, but it takes place in a kitchen. And I've I didn't work in like a, a restaurant, but I've worked in fast food. So there's some things in there that I, like I reminded me of when I was working in in food. And uh, yeah, it definitely nails those aspects the, the of the food business. It nails it. Um, really good acting characters. It's the first season, so a lot of the characters are coming along, and uh, I'm really excited for season two because the 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 characters really started to come along towards the end of the show, and I just I really liked it. It was a very easy watch. It's only like 20, 25 minute episodes, and there's eight of them, and yeah, it was really easy watching, really enjoyable, and especially like I said, the acting out of Jeremy White is is unbelievable that guy is incredible and he's only 31 so i hope he's uh, even even though yes it's um he's kind of a similar character in uh, what he played in shameless but now he's he's like this top tier chef who inherits his brother's kind of shitty uh restaurant and it's, and he's he's been working in this top tier restaurant now he has to come back and uh, kind of run a, a shittier restaurant and uh yeah it's it's good i really enjoyed it so there is that, and I think that is everything that I've watched. I did start watching um, Atlanta, also on Disney+. Plus. I've just been on a little bit of a Disney kick, and I've watched a, a couple episodes of that, really enjoying it so far. So I'm not going to say much more than that because I'm only a couple episodes in, but paper boy, you know what I'm saying? All right, okay, so let's get it. Let's try and do this fucking as best as I can. So I'm basically, I'm going to go through exactly as it is. I'm going to go through the rise the prime and the fall of multiplayer so we're going to talk about some of the games that i played growing up that were really special to me in the multiplayer scene then we're going to talk about like my prime days of online multiplayer where it was just as good as it gets for me and then we'll start talking about the games that started putting the nails in the coffin for what is now basically my dead and buried multiplayer online life so Let's start at the beginning. Let's start with some of the earliest games that I remember playing multiplayer-wise. Now, like I said, I played games as early as I can. Not all of them multiplayer. A lot of it was just me sitting in front of the TV alone playing a game. But there were a handful of games that we played growing up that uh, we enjoyed a bit. And I know it's going to be a little bit weird, but... I, I had a Sega Saturn going growing up. Now, don't fucking, don't go crazy. Don't go nuts. It's, uh, I see, this is the thing, man. Like, we're, we're just kids. We get born into this. I didn't choose the Sega Saturn. It was just there, and I played it. So, one of the games that we I played a lot with my sister and my dad growing up was Virtual Fighter 2 on the Sega Saturn. Oh, my God, man. Like... I, I watch videos about that game now, and oh my god, did that game, especially Virtual Fighter 1, is so laughably bad. It's it's so incredibly bad, bad. but Virtual Fighter 2 was a lot better anyway, I, from what I can remember as a kid. I have not played it in a long time. I think actually it just released on the Genesis thingy on um, <clears throat> Nintendo Online, and I, I meant to play it just to get that nostalgia kick, but... Man, I still remember a lot of the fighters. I mean, my boy was Cage, the the ninja guy. He was always my guy, and I always loved. I always loved. He had the one move where if your opponent is on the ground, he'll like do a he'll go like twenty feet in the air and just dive on them head first right into their abdomen. And a lot, and you can move, you can avoid it, and he would just crack his head on the cement, and he would just go down. So fuck, we used to laugh so much, fucking just doing that over and over again. He'd be like, "Hoo!" Boom! And it just crack his head on the fucking ground. But, um, yeah, we played this game a lot. I mean, man, we loved a lot of the I mean, Jeffrey was awesome. Wolf was awesome. And the person that we hated the absolute most was Pi. She's the female one. She's kind of like, I don't know, Chun-Li, I guess. And in terms of the story mode, which are very standard story mode, you just fight everybody in the game basically and um i believe she was like the third or fourth fight and for the love of god none of us not even my dad can get past her she was so cheap all she would do was spam the same move over and over again she would like flip you over and she would just rinse and repeat and we could never figure that one out never got by her but yeah we would fight each other all the time and in classic sibling fashion you know there'd be a lot of sibling rivalry going on a lot of a lot of yelling and screaming and she cheated and you're cheating and all that great stuff of course that's what comes with fighting games but uh, I had a lot of fond memories of Virtua Fighter 2 on the Sega Saturn of all consoles I know right 
Uh, Sega Saturn. I mean, I like the console. I still have the Sega Saturn game, and actually, it's a game I'm going to talk about here in just a moment. But um, yeah, man, I really liked. Uh, there's two really weird characters in Virtual Fighter 2. There's the old drunk guy. And again, that would just be a guy that would just sit there and watch him fighting, and his animations were just so outrageous. He's sitting there slurping his drink while punching you. It's so outrageous, and it's just this like 90-year-old man doing flips and shit. Really, really funny. And then there was one guy, I think his name was Leon or something, Lion maybe, but he was a Praying Mantis-style fighter. He had the really, really weird stance. He was one of those really weird fighters. And... Uh, yeah, we would always try and use him, but he was just such a weird, awkward character. We could never really get a hang of him, but yeah, for sure. We played a lot of Virtual Fighter 2 back in the day, and the other one that we played was on Sega Saturn was Battle Arena 2 Sushiden or whatever the fuck that was. Okay, so I am aware that this game is quite bad. I, I believe it's bad. Uh, I know for sure that the voice acting in that game is absolutely horrendous. Even we knew that as kids. We're like, oh wow, these guys, this is really, really bad. But we fucking loved that game, man. This was, um, <clears throat> excuse me. This one was a little bit different because this one had weapons, had a, a roster full of uh, pretty interesting characters, everyone having weapons. Some had like magical attacks and shit like that. And I remember like this uh, we got the Sega Saturn from my uncle, and I don't know what happened, but when we used to play this game at his house, he had, I guess he unlocked, like, all the special moves or something. I don't know if that was something you had to do, but we were able to hit one button and, like, a fireball would come out of our sword, and it was really awesome. And then when we got it at our house, we didn't have access to those moves. We're like, what the heck? What happened to the fireballs and stuff like that? So we never really figured that one out, but... Oh, man, there were some really fucking weird characters in that game as well. My guy, for sure, was... I believe his name was E.G. He's just, like, he's, he's like, the main character guy. He's, like, he's just really cool. He's got, like, Dragon Ball Z fucking hair. He's, like, this really cool samurai-looking guy. And I really liked him. He was awesome. And uh, my sister always used... I believe his name was Caden, who was, like, the, the rival of E.G. or whatever. They would always be fighting each other. He was really cool. I think his name was Kyan, if actually, if I... Kyan, I believe. Love those two guys. Tons of weird characters. Like, big fucking, like, American dude with a wife beat on. And, jeez, he's just got this massive, massive fucking rock club. And there's a dude with a stick. And he was really annoying. There was this fucking crazy dude with, uh, like, long claws. And he would make these crazy, like, making all these weird fucking sounds and shit. Oh, my God. Uh, big fucking massive, like, uh... I don't know, like, a British warrior or whatever, a massive fucking sword, and he had his green, ridiculous hair, oh, man, there was, that game was wicked, man, it was a really fun fighting game, from what I remember, it was quite hard, I remember the final boss or whatever, one of these, like, this big robotic dude with, like, scorpion arms or some shit, it was so fucking cool, and the arena would get all, like, like, I don't know where that, you're in some sort of, like, vortex or some shit, it was wild, and otherwise, like, the environments would be these, like, you're just... The mo it makes no sense. I mean, classic fighting game. It's just like, we are way up on this mountaintop on this little platform fighting. It's like, A, how'd you get up there? How are you going to get down? So many questions. But yeah, a lot of arena stuff like that. Hence, I guess the, re the, the name is Battle Arena. So it's fighting in arena. We played the fuck out of that game, though. Oh, my God. Played tons of, of Battle Arena back in the day on our uh, Sega Saturn. Um, let's see. We were... we So the thing was, we, we started out with a lot of fighting games. We, we played a lot of fighting games when we were younger. I don't play any fighting games anymore. I just, I got, to, unless you count WWE games as fighting games, which I guess they, they kind of are, sure, that's fine. I still fuck around with those every now and again. Uh, mostly because fighting games infuriate me. Those were the games that would cause me to throw controllers. Those would be the ones that would cause me just immense anger and frustration because... For a lot of a lot of the time, I found fighting games really cheap, and also I'm an extremely competitive guy. I fucking hate losing. I hate losing with a passion. And if my sister beats me, I'm gonna be salty about it. Like that's just who I am. I like to win. I want to win. And uh, yeah, she was my sister was a good gamer herself. Now she doesn't. She's not. She didn't stick with gaming the way that I did. We. She kind of went more towards the internet and art, and I just stuck with gaming and sports. So. Uh, but in her in her heyday, she was a good fighting game player as well, and uh, she was my she was my rival growing up, of course. And we played. Um, okay, so let's talk about some PS One games. So um, 
okay, I guess I'll, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit so it makes sense. Uh, my parents were divorced uh, very early. I think I was five years old when they got divorced. So at my dad's house, we had the Sega Saturn. At my, at my mom's house, we had the PlayStation 1. And I guess in other, my uncle had the N64. So there's that. So that's kind of what I've been playing with. So at home, uh, my sister and I would be playing PS1. And we played this, uh, I don't know if anyone knows this game, a fucking, mm, I want to hug you, uh, Rival Schools, fighting game we used to play on the PS1 all the time, we fucking adored this game, oh my god, like, I'm not huge on anime or anything, I, I fuck around with anime, like, I've watched anime, I don't hate it, it's just not something that I'm, I'm, I'm actively in on all the time, my sister loves anime, she's all about anime, and um, <clears throat> this game has that anime style it's got these really awesome like fmv cutscenes in it with um all these characters that are based around like school things like school factions so you got like the sport group you got like your burnouts and you got like teachers and it was just really fucking weird uh fighting game i really i love that fighting game man um I guess kind of, I don't, I think it's actually made by Capcom. I have it. It's upstairs. I still have the original copy that I had as a child. That one never left me. That's how much I loved it. There's a handful of games that made it through the, the horrific purge of 2005, 2006, where I kind of got out of gaming a little bit and sold off a lot of my games. But, um, yeah, rival schools made it through that cut because I just loved it so much. And, uh, I was all about the sports faction. There was this baseball guy. That was my dude. I love that guy. There was a soccer character. There's tennis dude. Then you got like the really weird teachers. There was this like girl who like rode a motorcycle or something. She had like, um, uh, what do you call it? Motorcycle helmet on. That was like my sister's favorite character. She was really cool. And, uh, man, we just loved, I loved the, the, the cutscenes in this game. Like it was like watching an anime show but with all these like really cool fighting characters that you really grown to really like and i we watched those fucking cutscenes so many times like you can unlock them and then just go and watch them on your own and oh my god man i watched it so many fucking times so many times rival schools was a huge one for us growing up uh probably one of our favorite fighting games of all time and uh, another one that we played a lot of on playstation one uh, it started out as a demo on the jam pack i believe it was called back in the day and that was crash bash so i know a lot of people more than likely grew up with their mario parties and stuff like that i grew up with crash bash so definitely not as good as a mario as like mario parties on the n64 and stuff but man did we ever love crash bash oh my god we played this game so much we used to crush the demo of it all the time just playing it over and over again till we finally were able to convince our dad to buy us the crash bash because it's like dude we play it so much like come on we're we we deserve we we're gonna get our money's worth out of this one so we did finally get it and oh so much fun man i remember the boss fights being pretty tough uh, honestly, there's not a whole lot I remember about the one, the one mini game I remember most vividly was when you're on the pogo sticks and, uh, there's four of you or whatever, and you're trying to, um, uh, get the most color, most of your color on the board. Just that classic, really, really fucking fun, man. Oh man. I loved crash bash so much growing up. My sister and I played it so much growing up. Oh my God. And, um, another really big one for us moving over to the PS2. Um, I, we played a ton of Soul Calibur 2. Soul Calibur 2 was, that was my fighting game. I absolutely loved Soul Calibur 2. That was the one that I probably got the most hardcore into. Really started developing, like, strategies and really getting my character down and, and just dominating with him. And people are probably going to be upset, but my character was Keelik. The, the dude with the stick because I mean it was he was so awesome you got that excellent range and then if they do get in tight on you he had an excellent uh, variety of moves that you can use in close and that was my boy right there I uh, really liked him and I also liked I can't remember his name it was like Yun Sung maybe but he was I think he was also in the group with Keelik and uh, he had like the spiky red hair he was like a thief or something like that he had a really cool like I don't know, Skismatar sword or something. He was pretty good. I liked using him quite a bit. And I think... Ah, I did like Valdo. I think it's Valdo. He was like that really fucking weird mummified looking dude. That guy was always badass as hell. Really liked him. Nightmare, of course. I mean, Nightmare is so fucking cool looking, man. Like, oh my god, that dude was so fucking cool looking. And I really... I just loved the the... 
just whatever was going on with Soul Calibur, like the sword was cool. Really liked a lot of the characters, and the fighting was so tight, so good. And yeah, I was extremely disappointed at the time because we got the PS2 version, which arguably had like the most unappealing special character. He was from Tekken, I think. And uh, yeah, I mean, GameCube over there getting Link and Xbox getting Spawn. I'm like, damn, like, and we're sitting here getting this bald old guy, but. I mean, in hindsight being 2020 now, he's a, what is it, Hitachi, Hitachi from Tekken, I believe, I don't know, badass character, badass character, he's the one that, like, I don't know, never mind, I don't know what I'm talking about, but anyway, uh, Soul Calibur 2 was a big one for us, we played the fuck out of it, and I'll shout out Soul Calibur 3, which I also really, really liked, now, at that time, uh, my sister and I, we, like, we weren't living in the same place anymore, and, but when I did go to see her, we would play a lot of Soul Calibur 3, really liked Soul Calibur 3, especially that weird, like, kind of strategy game thing, game mode that they had on the side, man, we played the fuck out of that shit, too, oh my god. And I, I, I can't uh, I can't talk about multiplayer without discussing some of the N64 stuff. So like I said, I did not grow up with an N64. I was quite young when uh, I was very young, in fact, uh, when uh, my uncle had his N64. Um, yeah, so I didn't have a, a like your typical N64 memories and stuff that a lot of I imagine you guys probably do, but I did, of course, play Mario Kart. I, I enjoyed Mario Kart a lot. Maybe not as much as in its heyday when it came out, but later on in life, man, I will still play I'll still play Mario Kart today. Absolutely. Like, no doubt. I love Mario Kart 64. It's one of my that's the that's the jam, man. That's the shit. I remember when I finally did get my own N64. This is way later. Like we're talking like 2006, 2007 when I Rebought like I had an N64, sold it, and then bought it back again way later. And I remember just sitting there all by myself, listening to Queen, Fat Bottom Girls, and Bicycle Race over and over and over again, just rocking Mario Kart. So Queen and Mario Kart and Aqua are kind of like one when it comes to me and Mario Kart. I mean, whenever I play uh, Mario Kart with my buddy Billy or whenever he's playing with his buddies, they always play Aqua for some reason, you know, Barbie Girl and shit like that. It's unreal. It's an amazing time. Don't knock it until you try it. And uh, myself, personally, I I like to play a lot of Queen, but of course I played a ton of uh, Mario Kart 64 growing up and just all throughout my life. Like this, Mario Kart was there even for the prime days, like the peak, when I get to the peak, like Mario Kart is in there, but uh, I got introduced to Mario Kart very early in my life. But again, very young, I was playing against my uncle who was like older and his friends. So they would always just beat my ass and especially they would beat my ass in Smash Bros on N64, the original. I mean, oh my God. God, man, I would, I never, ever won in Smash Bros. back in the day. I would never, ever win. I tried desperately to, uh, my uncle was a Link, Link guy, so I would always use Link as well to try, and nah, man, he would just demolish me all the time. Buddies would demolish me all the time, and then, yeah, when I got it way later on, I was, I was good, but I didn't really have, like, big tournaments or anything like, thing like that. It was, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very sad to say that I missed out on the Smash Bros, like, big tournament thing. I was at one tournament for Melee, but I was already not a big fan of Melee. I know, you can, you can, you can, you can yell at me for that. Uh, yeah, I just, uh, wasn't, wasn't a whole lot of Smash Bros going on, especially, well, Melee especially. I was, I played a lot of the original. I played a lot of the original barely touched melee which is blasphemous i know but and then i played a ton of brawl and i got into ultimate pretty good and yeah sadly melee is the one that i kind of missed out on which is a shame it's a real shame and then of course i got into some golden eye back in the day of course i had to get into some golden eye back then um yeah that one i had some decent uh times with you know i wasn't all the time getting destroyed i think it's the the p90 that weird orange and like black or red and black gun that shoots really fast that was my baby i think you can dual wield those things and basically if you run into someone with dual wield p90s you're you're fucking toast that thing will just shred you to pieces shotgun was really fun we used to like doing slappers only you know all the classic stuff you start slappers only uh golden guns only of course you got to be doing that shit no odd job oh yeah you know that no odd job of course uh, i i used odd job a few times of course i was i was the i was the i'm the baby of the family i'm the youngest kid in the family so i can get away with some of that shit growing up so yeah we played a ton of goldeneye growing up uh, i was a little bit better at it but not by much and um 
Yeah, I think that's, I mean, I played a handful of other things all throughout. Like, I played some Mario Party. I remember vividly watching, like, a group of them playing the the skip rope with the fire. I remember that very, very vividly. And actually, a matter like, I played a ton of Mario Party later on in my life. And again, that can be added to the peak because I, when I was in my peak multiplayer days, I was having friends over playing Mario Party for sure. And you can go check out my YouTube channel where I have videos of me and my buddies playing Mario Party on... It's, uh, yeah, it's a good time. So you can go check those out if you want. And, um... I'm trying to think of some other random ones that might have been in there. Um, I remember my uncle and I, we played a lot of Excite Bike 64. We loved playing. There's like a soccer mini game thing. Oh my God, we used to play the shit out of that. So much fun. And then we'd just be doing like big jumps. And I love the, like, whenever you don't make a jump and your guy like wipes out or whatever, it would do like that weird camera where it like pans back and all here is like, no. It's just, oh man, we played the shit out of that too as kids. And, um, yeah, man, I think that's, those are like kind of the mainstays. Like, I I know it's not like, I don't have a lot of the big ones in there, like, like your Mario Karts and stuff. And, um, yeah, PS1 just didn't really have a whole lot in terms of multiplayer games. I mean, we played like cool borders a little bit together. We played this game called, I think it's called Rushdown, which was fucking horrendous. Just a terrible game where it's like a three in one. There's like a mountain biking, kayaking and shitty snowboarding or something like terrible game. Absolutely terrible. Uh, I had a lot of the PS one wrestling games, but we, we, I don't recall us ever really playing them together. I remember, I remember us creating wrestlers a lot together on the, um, Oh, fuck, what was that one called? WWE Attitude, maybe, or the first one where you can create wrestlers in. We played a lot of that, but I don't, we didn't, like, those games were too hard for us to understand. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing with those games, so, yeah, we didn't play a lot of that. There was this one game on Sega Saturn, I do not remember the name of it whatsoever, but it was this top-down shooter, um, where, uh, there's, like, a bunch of characters, there's, like, a big baby dude that fucking, I have no idea what game this is, but my dad and I used to play this game all the time, we played it so much, it was really, really fucking hard game, and we could never get past, like, level two, once you get it, like, I think the first level, you're, like, escaping out of prison or something, it's really cool, lots of, like, oh, man, I don't know, it was a, fuck, I wish I knew the name of that game, because we played it a lot, but uh, yeah, there's that one, we played that, and when you get down to, uh, there's like a sewer level, and once the rats start coming in, that's where we would always end up dying, we would never get too much further than that. Um, so let's talk about the peak. So what I mean by the peak is that this is, so what the peak was for me was the Xbox 360 era, that was the peak of multiplayer, online multiplayer gaming for me, I got introduced to Xbox Live, and that's pretty much it, and it all started with Halo 3, um, I'll never forget that Christmas, man, when I, like, I was, I'm, I was completely stupid when it came to the internet, I didn't know a fucking thing about how to, like, I, I knew of it, but, like, I was, I didn't, I'm very new to it at the time, so, like, just, I, I'll never forget, like, getting the Xbox, getting Halo and everything for that Christmas, and then going up later that day, hooking all the Xbox up, and then hooking that thing up to the internet, and, like, it working, and I'm like, holy shit, it's connected, okay, this is incredible, and then, like, I got into a a multiplayer match, and it, like, took me, like, a few minutes, I'm like, am I online? And then, like, you hear it, you're like, go fuck yourself, pussy, and you're like, oh my god, I'm online, and you're, like, freaking out, it was so, it was a magical, man, magical. I can still, I can still recall, like, Oh no, just flashbacks and like that you when you can like kind of recall a feeling, you know, that feeling in time, this that that's you know it's a special moment. And I remember like everything that I was watching on on uh, YouTube, I was huge into Machinima, uh Respawn, you know, the hey, the Master Chief um uh, Arbiter, I was watching so much of that shit, I was all in on Halo, and then of course the massive marketing campaign for Halo 3, like, oh my god, and then I got online, bro, and I wasn't, I didn't even have, like, my friends weren't even really playing it that much, I, I got them into it a little bit later, but, oh my god, man, it just, oh, it was so mind-blowing, I played so much Halo 3, bro, I played so much Halo 3, I was, I got so good at Halo 3, like, not saying I was, like, in competitive or anything, but in terms, like, I was the best Halo player in my friend group, so, there was that by, like, quite a bit for a while there, there was a, there was a point, I'll always remember, I had my buddies over, and we played, like, 
just split screen multiplayer at my house and i was like okay uh 1v3 me and i was like all right and they're like oh okay and they never played it at this point i already I already knew all the maps knew all the weapons so i got my gravity hammer shotgun put down the the barrier thing and i was like come at me and then they would all just keep coming at my barrier and then they would get in the barrier and it's rather you're eating a massive hammer to the face or you're getting shotgun to the face and Oh my god, man. My buddy Kyle and I, we got really into Halo together. We used to go into Team Deathmatch Slayers and just fucking wreck people. We were getting like 35 kills apiece, which is a lot in Halo. Like, we were wrecking in Halo. So many good times in Halo, man. And um, after Halo, it um, I got introduced to Call of Duty. And oh my god. So Call of Duty was a massive part of my gaming life for like a decade. Like... Uh, Call of Duty was huge for me, man, and Call of Duty 4 is where it all started for me. I'll never forget that butterfly effect moment in my life, uh, that that amazing Christmas where I got the Xbox and Halo and everything. I was making my list of games, and I had Clive Barker's Jericho on the list. And then this funny little game called Call of Duty 4 came out, and it was getting a lot of hype, it was getting a lot of praise, a lot of critical reception, and everyone was saying it was amazing. I was like, eh... All right, fine. I'll move off Clive Barker's Jericho and I'll put on Call of Duty. Fucking best decision of my life. I mean, Clive Barker's Jericho wasn't a bad game, but it definitely was not a good game. You know what I'm saying? It was, uh, it looked really cool. Like, that's why I had it on my list. That game looked fucking sick. If anyone remembers Clive Barker's Jericho, goddamn. I mean, I, that, it was a cool game, man. It was, it had some cool, it just didn't work. But I, if they, did it again now, I think it'd be really fun. Anyway, yeah, got Call of Duty and holy fuck, man. Like, I'll always like, oh man, that was such a fun time in my life where like for a week I would play Call of Duty and it's like, okay. And then I'd switch back over to Halo and it would be such, such a fucking huge difference in gameplay. Like you're going from, you're flying in the air and you got these fucking powerful, crazy weapons to this more realistic, gritty war. Like, oh man, it was, it was a huge uh, adjustment period. It would take me like a couple days of being shitty at one or the other, and then I would get good, and then I don't know, move on to the next game, be shitty for a little bit, and then it came. I just started playing Call of Duty more. Call of Duty got its hands into me more. My buddies started playing it, and um, that's kind of the magic of multiplayer during this time. You know, I'm in high school. I got a I got my friend group, and we're all into the same games. We're all on the same schedule. We all get home at the same time, and we're all doing the same thing after school we're all playing call of duty and man like if you're in that moment now with your buddies in school and shit and you're all together and you're playing games every single night and stuff fucking cherish that all right because like those days for me are pretty much done now you know it's not it's not anyone's fault more maybe more so my fault than anything but you know everyone we grow up we get jobs we move away we get families we get you know, life, life happens. And, uh, yeah, it's really hard to, you know, I, there's no way uh, it would be, people would have to like book vacation. It would have to be a whole hoopla to get that original group back together in online gaming today. Like it's just not going to happen. So I'm not in contact with all those people anymore. And yeah, so this was that special time in my life here where every single night, everybody was online. I would get home and like, pop online and there's all my friends are there we're all waiting and we're all fucking we're gaming all night and and then you go to school and you do it all again the next day and my fuck dude did we like within this is the prime here so you're we're talking we got call of duty 4 we got modern warfare 2 black ops zombies i mean oh my god we played a lot of zombies and um modern warfare 2 i'll always hold on to as being like that was my my pinnacle that was my game that was the one that i mastered uh, excuse me holy crap uh that was just i know I'll, I'll i i remember i know very vividly how fucked up that game was and one man army new tubes all that shit commando lunging i know i know incredibly flawed game but oh my the the jump from call of duty 4 to modern warfare 2 there has never been a jump in call of duty like that ever again i mean adding the kill streaks was just like oh my god just sent it the nuke the oh get out of here and man i played i just loved modern warfare 2 with even with all its flaws it was just the most fun call of duty i've ever played that one is the was the most fun the most chaotic just insane i had so much so many good times playing modern warfare 2 i mean road to commander series that i never finished on the youtube channel lots of just random gameplays of me playing call of duty on there oh man the memories uh, i got a nuke the first time i ever tried to get one 
and uh, yeah, I wasn't a big nuke guy, but oh Jesus, um, my buddy, uh, while dur- during my road to commander, I he got a nuke and I survived it somehow. I like glitched the game out and I survived a nuke, and it was just like, fuck, man. There's so many good memories with Call of Duty, and especially when we first started playing Call of Duty, like it was so like it was so intense, like legitimately uh, the map downpour it's like dark and it's raining and we were literally like we're playing search and destroy and our whole like we'd be like oh fuck. we were all so scared like fuck i don't know what to do like and we would all just hide in the back like crouch down and we're like fuck there's a dude and we like all freak out and panic and shit and then um fuck i don't remember the map but there's like one map it's uh ambush maybe and we go into the back corner into this house and we'd be like and you could you could tell like the players are like what the fuck where are they and we didn't know we didn't know like we're just like yo let's just all bunker in back here and let's see what happens like we don't know and then they would all start showing up we're like oh fuck there they are and we're totally being that super annoying camping team but we didn't know what we were doing and that was such a magically fun time man like fuck we mm, man and, and when modern warfare 2 came out i mean we waited in line all night and we got we're fucking waiting in the cold getting tim hortons and ordering pizza in the line like fuck dude like there was such magical and and that and like oh when modern warfare 2 came out like it was such an addiction like all we could talk about at school was fucking call of duty we'd sit there and make paper airplanes in class throwing them at each other being like oh harrier strike and it's like oh my god man like that's just modern warfare 2 was so special for me and my buddies back in high school man like oh that's all we did and um i didn't play a lot of uh world at war that one i actually didn't like at the time strangely enough and uh black ops i played a lot of black ops i really liked black ops black ops 2 and uh other than that we also played we got huge into left for dead oh man i loved left for dead left for dead one left for dead two we played the shit out of those games we loved playing that and again so many insanely fun memories i mean the time that we were all the times we tried to beat it on the the expert level like oh my god man it was so fucking hard and the the time that we we got to the safe room we opened up the safe room door and there was a fucking tank inside of it and it just eviscerated all of us i mean oh my god man we i loved left for dead and yeah back for blood came out not too long ago i gave it a shot and like instantly i knew i was like nah man it's not the same like it's not there like i like yeah i was i was really sick at the time when i tried to play it but regardless i was like nah man this is this isn't what what it used to be back in the day and i used to have these um uh whenever we would have like a pa day at school or whatever i would always get all my buddies together at my house and we would have a game day and those game days were probably my favorite thing about high school man like we would all walk over to my house together and we would play rather mostly rock band we played a lot of rock band like rock band what is by far the most the most played game i've ever played i've i have i love rock band so much i drum i have a real drum set now that i play on and i i learned off of rock band i've never taken a lesson i've never done anything i basically learned off of muscle memory from rock band it's it's great that's how much i played it and uh yeah dude we would come over we would have an awesome game day we'd play call of duty we play rock band mario kart mario kart wii was a big one i mean the wii i mean uh, Nintendo uh, Wii Sports was huge. Mario Kart 8 was huge. That was the that was my Mario Kart, and I know again, it's uh, I know it's not everybody's favorite Mario Kart, but that was the Mario Kart. Like, I never got like I've never been there with the new Nintendo console, and the Wii was the first one that I bought that was new at the time and uh yeah i made that mario kart my bitch because i was like i want to be i want to beat my buddy billy my buddy billy is the nintendo guy he's the best at all the nintendo games i can never beat him at anything mario party donkey kong any fucking mario game he beats me at all that shit but i can beat him at call of duty maybe maybe, i don't know about anymore but uh probably anyway i wanted to I wanted to be better than him at something, and I, I, he might, he might deny this, but hey, bro, I was beating your ass in Mario Kart Wii with the wheel, with the Wii wheel, like I was doing the fucking, I was jerking that shit like crazy, and I was fucking good at it too, still am to this day, uh, anyway, yeah, we played a lot of that, um, game days at my house were, were treasured, it was, uh, I loved doing game days, uh, for everybody at, at, uh, at my school, and, you know, my dad would be there sometimes, he would give us a lot of food for a stupid amount of food sometimes, uh, I'll remember at, at, at that game, 
at one of these game days, that was the time that my my old friend Ryan he knocked over my brand new Wii at the time, and like the little the little um the little latch or whatever that uh, opens up the GameCube slot or whatever broke off, and I fucking went off on him for like twenty five minutes. I got so angry at him. And meanwhile, my buddy Billy in the back is like, yo, man, it's not that bad. You could just pop it right back on. I'm like, no, it's the principle and shit like that. And I remember I threw a really heavily ketchup fry at his PS3, which I then later bought. So I had this ketchup stained fucking PS3, but I got a good deal on it anyway. So, uh, yeah, lots of rock band, guitar hero, all that shit. Uh, Rocket League was a really uh, probably the last one that I got really, really big into online wise. Um yeah, I mean, the Rocket League pandemic, the 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 incredible, like, I'm, I don't play it anymore, I haven't played it in a really long time, basically, I platinum that game, and that was pretty much the, the end of it, I didn't really get into any of the new game modes, it was just that magical moment of when it was new, everyone was new to it, everyone was learning, it was so much fun, and if I return to it now, now I'm seeing people fucking jet fueling through the air, like, fucking handling the ball midair i'm like fuck this like nope people are too good at that shit now so i I just don't play it anymore uh we also of course uh i played a lot of nhl growing up you know nhl every year i would get the nhl from nhl 09 up until like fuck 20 or something i got it every single year and yeah dude some of the most some epic fucking moments some epic games between my buddy billy and i i i will admit i used to be i was one of the most infuriating people to play against i was the master of the poke check i was all about defense i uh yeah i'm a very good defending guy not good at offense can't score goals worth shit but i can defend you really really good and really annoyingly and uh yeah i made my buddies pretty upset at me a handful of times with uh the amount of poke checking i was able to do back in the day but yeah tons tons of epic on nhl online uh matches even just my buddy billy and i and kyle would get on eashl tons of moments going on there and playing that really good times and another one that i gotta talk about before we go we move on to the fall is grand theft auto 4 holy fuck dude um that was a special moment uh, i didn't get big into grand theft auto 5 i played it but i did not enjoy it anywhere near as much as i did grand theft auto 4 i mean grand theft auto 4 we would just fucking go in the free mode or whatever it was and oh my god dude we used to do this so much where we would just you would just get the five stars or whatever we would get a bus we would just get cars and we would start ramming them into the doorways of cluck and bells and stuff and we just jam ourselves and lock ourselves down in this cluck and bell and try desperately just to last as long as possible and like the cops on the outside would be doing the wildest shit trying to get in like they're plowing their cars into it and then like eventually like other players in the lobby would start getting curious like what the fuck is going on over there and then they start trying to get in and we're like oh god no and we're doing everything we can to try and keep the doors sealed and just try and stay protected oh my god that was so much fun doing that and then of course like the the fucking the airport at grand in grand theft auto 4 i mean the the breeding ground of all the chaos was over there i mean everybody went over to the airport trying to get themselves a helicopter an airplane or anything like that and yeah i spent a lot of times up on that roof over there across from the airport and with my rocket launcher and waiting for someone to be like oh yay i'm gonna get in my my awesome new helicopter and you fucking blow up their helicopter and you watch them just oh the days man the fucking days God, we played a lot of Grand Theft Auto back then. And just, like, you know, riding around in a little convoy, everybody on their little fucking scooters. Like, oh, man, there's so many good times with Grand Theft Auto. I wish I could have had that with Grand Theft Auto V. I just... It never hit with me, man. Like, the amount of load times in Grand Theft Auto were fucking infuriating. I could... It it took way too long to get in between matches and, and all that stuff. And yeah i'm just super sad that grand theft auto 5 didn't hit like i had like i played a lot of it it was just nowhere near the enjoyment levels that i had before i mean it just it just wasn't there which is a shame so going off of that let's talk about the fall of multiplayer for me so basically the the first nail in the coffin was call of duty modern warfare 3 that was kind of the first one that was like a really big like oh i really don't like this game uh there's a lot like the maps were fucking terrible and this was the time where the community was really starting to 
I don't know, get really toxic. And I mean, it was already toxic up until this point. I mean, it didn't take long for the Call of Duty community to get toxic. I mean, it was pretty much toxic in like since the beginning, basically, but uh, it didn't really bother me up until Modern Warfare 2. I thought the map designs were fucking atrocious. I mean, the only thing about that game that I liked was the specialist package thing. And of course, the striker was an incredibly fun gun to use until they nerfed the shit out of it. But yeah, that was the first Call of Duty where I was like, okay, so this is bad. This is just not good. And I still played it, but uh, there was a ton of time, like the frustration levels were increasing just time and time again. Like it was just getting higher and higher and higher. Call of Duty Ghost was fucking terrible. Like, wow. I mean, honestly, that that jump from PS3 to 4 was really rough for a lot of franchises. I mean, I look at NHL. NHL 15 was one of the most just disgraceful video games ever released. I mean, what an embarrassment. The only thing that's good about it is that it's got a Boston Bruin on the cover. So forever we'll be able to say that it's because of the Boston Bruins that game sucked because there was a Bruin on it. There you go. And yeah, man, Ghost was really bad. And at this point, like... Call of Duty wasn't really doing anything new ever. It was kind of the same old thing all the time. And there was this really stupid fucking pattern that would go on with Call of Duty. It's like, okay, Black Ops comes out. Everybody hates it. And now all of a sudden they love Modern Warfare 2. And then the Modern Warfare 3 comes out. And now all of a sudden everyone loves Black Ops now. Oh, Black Ops is amazing. Fuck Modern Warfare 3. Black Ops 2 comes out. Oh, fuck. We hate Black Ops 2. We love Modern Warfare 3. And, like, I was getting sick of that. And that was not cool the zombies thing as well would it started just getting too crazy like i just liked like black ops zombies for me personally was like the pinnacle of zombies other than advanced warfare advanced warfare zombies is my favorite zombies without question that i played so much of that that is the one outlier that i have here for in the fall is that for a little bit of time there advanced warfare zombies mode brought me back in i played the fuck out of that shit but uh, Advanced Warfare, the, the the game itself was, oh, I hate, I fucking hated that game, hated it, hated everything about it, I hated that they started changing their, like, wall running, and the jumping, and the flying, and, like, fuck that shit, I, I hated it, absolutely hated that, I hated that so much, man, uh, it was just too much, it was too much, that game was not designed to do that, the maps were fucking terrible, the guns were terrible, people were so annoying in that game by that time, like, the try, like, at this time, like, you gotta, I, like, I'm not playing these games as much as I used to, I'm not putting hundreds of hours into them every single day after high school playing it, like, my, my levels of it has gone down, so... My competitive level has gone down. People's competitive levels have gone up. And yeah, I just can't keep up. I'm getting my ass kicked and getting wrecked by these dudes who are like, uh, just going to do a wall jump, uh, fucking 360 no scope, fucking stun you and fucking... I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, it's just a video game. Like, oh my God. So it was kind of, you know, all that stuff starting to pile up. I'm not getting... I'm not playing them as much. People are getting too good. It's, it's too much of a time sink to fucking dedicate myself to get good at these things and and for the most part i just don't find them fun enough to to do it like the second i get angry i'm like i don't want to play this game it makes me angry and i'll like i'll remember like i bunk i fucking i'll never forget the day that i got good at call of duty finally it took me a week straight of sitting there playing it every single day it was march break i, I sat down every day and i committed myself to get my kill death ratio above one I was like, I just wanted to be one-to-one, and it took me a whole week, and it took me forever, and then I finally figured out, oh, the M16 is unfucking believable and then that just changed my whole Call of Duty career, and off I went, but um, yeah, as the years went on, I started playing more different games, other things started catching my, my attention, and Call of Duty started getting less and less and less of my attention, because I feel like those, they would just continuously drop in quality, and it would just be more of the same shit, the same problems, and nothing was getting fixed, so a lot of that would be a big problem into... Uh, I just never really stuck with Call of Duty. I played the most recent one, Modern Warfare 2 or whatever. And yeah, I played it for like a week, maybe maybe two weeks there. And that's about as much as I can do with those games now. Like, 
I love the only time I'll play it. I have to be brand everyone. It's got to be just brand new. It just came out. Then I will play an online game because everyone's still trying to figure it all out. And that is the funnest part is when everyone's trying to figure it out. Everyone sucks. And yeah. And then once, you know, after a month or two happens, everyone's got every single strategy down pat. I know exactly where the spawn points are. I know all the choke off points. Fuck that. I don't want to play that. Nope. No, thank you. I don't have time to No, I'm good. Like, I don't want it to be, like, where it's just going to be a team that has this perfect area locked down. They're in the same spot, and they're just going to sit there with their little fucking tips of their head showing out and their snipers, and I can't do a fucking thing about it. So, yeah, I, I just, I don't stick around with the multiplayer games. They don't, they don't keep me around. I don't like the battle pass. I don't like this whole season thing, whatever the fuck all that bullshit is. No thank you. I'm good. And on top of that, I mean, the whole battle royale thing and Fortnite and any of that stuff i not interested not interested i've never played fortnite never will apex no thanks um raid shadow legends i don't know not playing it overwatch nope not playing it Nah. not not into any of that shit like not anymore man like in my day when i had a crew that would fucking we'd all be out there playing it together maybe but nowadays it's generally just me and my buddy kyle and whatever one of his buddies or whatever are playing and it's just not the same man it's not the same and it's it's just not, it's just not, like, there was that magical time when everyone was on the same schedule and doing the same things, and we're on the same page, and now it's just, like, it's just not there anymore, like, I don't have that, time is so minimal now with work and everything, and, like, I just want to play something, like, I just want to play, and I don't want to be waiting in lobbies and, and dealing with online server problems, and then, and then playing a game that ends up in the end just making me upset, and I'm and, and not having a good time, so... You know, all that stuff is, all these things are leading to the fall of, of my multiplayer playing. And, I mean, any Halo after 3, I mean, that that was, each one of those games was like a small nail in the coffin. Because none of them ever, ever hooked me the way that Halo 3 did. Halo 4, no. I tried, every, all, all my friends all gave them every Halo a shot. And we would all play them for a little bit. And, yeah, it just fell off. I played Infinite and I hated it. I fucking, we, okay, well, hold on. We played Infinite, we played the beta, and for the first couple days, we loved it. We loved it. We loved it so much, and then within a couple days, hated it. Couldn't fucking play it anymore. The community ruined it. Everyone was just playing like assholes. Everyone knew everything, how to do everything, and just exploit every single aspect of the game to make it uh, super unfun to play. So I stopped playing that a long time ago, and I really, really wanted to get back into Halo. I thought that was going to be the game that did it, and no, it didn't. It didn't. Uh, it just didn't. It really, I was very, uh, very disappointed, and then, like, they took seven years to release the co-op campaign, and, and like, that shit is mostly dead. Like, I can't really sit there and enjoy a good, go good old co-op campaign the way that I used to. Um, it's just... It's just dead for me. I, as, as sad as it is to say, like online gaming for me is, is definitely not the way that it used to be. It's, um, yeah, it's been a, a slow and steady fall. I mean, I, I'll still there. There were some some moments throughout there. Like I said, the Advanced Warfare Zombies was one of the most was the most fun zombies I've ever played. Now uh, I loved it. It's so much fun. Like the the how fast paced it was and and that and being able to jump with your boosters and stuff and and dash quickly that that played so good into the zombie formula but when it came to the online formula it just drove me fucking nuts and um i don't remember which call of duty had it but one of them had the prop hunt oh my god i love prop hunt prop hunt was so much fun i had so much fun with that it was so stupid like i just i thought it was brilliant i thought that was the most brilliant thing and then they fucking took it away i'm like are you kidding me dude like the one time you had me back and then you take it away from me and then like no once you take it away from me i'm gone i'm not gonna stick around and play your other shit and then wait for you hopefully to maybe possibly think about bringing it back like no you took it away i'm gone so that was that was that for that. Uh, I did play a little bit of uh, Fall Guys was pretty decent for a little bit. I played that just like for a couple days and uh, yeah, fell off with that. And uh, yeah, multiplayer stuff just doesn't stick around with me very much, man. I, it's it sucks just because it was such a major part of what it was there throughout the prime. But and it's not that it's dead, dead. Like I can easily 
get back into it. I just don't know. Like now, the other part of it is that I've kind of evolved into a different kind of gamer. I've uh, gone really heavily into single player experiences, uh, indie games, especially really like a good indie game that uh, isn't getting the coverage. And um, yeah, there's lots of uh, fucking multiplayer games out there. I mean, Diablo 3. Diablo 3, I, I should also mention, I played the shit out of that with my buddy Jesse. Really, really dug that. Now, that's maybe more what I'd be looking for out of a multiplayer kind of game nowadays. Would be something more like that. Not necessarily competitive multiplayer, but something like... I, I would love to play Borderlands 3 with one of my buddies. I've, I've owned it for a long time. I just haven't really set it up. And, you know, it's difficult, man. It really is difficult like to put... like. With my wife and I watching all the wrestling, with work, with uh, you got to go grocery shopping, I got a house I got to take care of and maintain, I, I'm doing this podcast, I'm doing my YouTube, I, you know, I, I, there's there's just not a, not a whole lot of time to set aside, and, and like, I, like an hour set aside, that just really isn't enough. I find like whenever I'm ga- I try to game online with my buddy Kyle and I'm like, yo, let's game for like an hour, it usually isn't enough, and um for me personally i mean just recently uh we tried playing um fuck what's that what's that game called i didn't like it i didn't like it oh dude with the big giant ants or whatever you're in the in the backyard didn't hit for me mostly because i thought the the game itself was just just i just didn't like it that much but there's some other like throughout the years i mean like i my buddy Billy and I, we were going through, um, we do Halo 1 campaign co-op, and then we do Gears 1, then Halo 2, then Gears 2. That was a ton of fun. I mean, that is still an experience I love. I still, I would, I love doing that. Absolutely. No problem. Would do that in a heartbeat. I love co-op campaigns. I mean, I love the, um, A Way Out. Uh, it Takes Two. Now, I think that game is way overblown, way overhyped, way overrated. It's a fine game, not a game of the year. No fucking way. Are you crazy? But those kind of experiences, like, that, it's so rare to get an experience like that. Like, there's not many games that I can sit here and, and play with my wife, like, in our own house. Like, it's, it, it, that's pretty much, like, couch co-op is basically dead, which sucks because I love couch co-op. I mean, again, another one of my favorite couch co-op experiences was way back uh my buddy billy and i and like my friend chris and another friend we played through the new super mario bros wii with four players absolutely fucking a nine out of ten times so much fun so much carnage um you'll probably never beat the game that way because you'll you'll be too busy killing each other but oh my god that was so much fucking fun doing that and um yeah man that's um that's pretty much it with multiplayer, man. Like, as it is right now, I, I, like I said, the door is still open for multiplayer games for me. And now, competitively, I think that's, that pretty much is, it is what it is. Like, at best, I'll play it for like a week or something if it's, if it's on Game Pass or something. Or if my buddy Kyle buys the new Call of Duty, we, we share a library. So I'll, I'll get it. So I'll play it in that right. But I'm not going to sit there and play it all year long and stick around for the seasons and all that crap. I just, I don't. I'm just not interested enough. It do, they just don't keep me into it enough. And it, there's nothing wrong if you like those games and you put all your time into that. That's absolutely fine. Good on you. It's just me. I just can't. I cannot sit there and dedicate that much time to one game when there's so many games to experience out there right now. I just I struggle to do it. So that is basically my my origin story, if you will, on the the rise and fall of multiplayer gaming for me personally. Um, I don't know if anyone else is kind of in the same boat, maybe had a similar experience to me, but yeah, in terms of, of these games, like I'm not interested at all in fighting games. I'm not really interested at all in any of the new shooters. Uh, definitely don't like Battle Royale whatsoever. Just not my thing. I really, I tried it in Call of Duty, didn't like it. I tried uh, battlegrounds or whatever. I didn't like it. And yeah, it just wasn't for me. So that new trend just, just wasn't a hit for me. I mean, Tetris 99 was okay. That was fine. I I can do that. I can fuck around with that a little bit. No problem. But yeah, nowadays I'm just uh, too much of a baby. I don't want to lose. I don't like losing. And, uh, I'd rather spend my off time winning at games (laughs) instead of going online and getting my ass kicked by people who are, who have way more time to put into that game and are just way better than me at it. So yeah, it just comes down to, I want to utilize my time with something that's going to be fun and memorable, but, uh, I will always, always remember that, that prime, xbox 360 time when all my buddies were all in high school together we're all playing at the same time all playing the same games 
magical, magical time in my life. I'm always going to hang on to that as uh, just some of the most fun I've ever had gaming. And um, yeah, that would be my my competitive multiplayer scene. And um, yeah, dude, it was a uh, great times. I still uh, I still have those friends. Some of them are are gone, but some of them are still around, and I hang out with them. Uh, well, I don't hang out with them, but I still talk with them because, well, I do hang out with whatever. I'm not, don't worry about that. I'm not talking about that. Anyway, um, I think I'll cut it off here before I, uh, I uh, ramble on too much about something and say something I don't want to say out loud. But um, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, this has been a really fun and fast, like flew by me first 100 episodes. Uh, again, if anyone has any sort of uh, constructive criticism anything that you think that i could do with these shows to make them a little bit better or anything that you're interested in something like that like as it is right now man i just kind of pick whatever video game topic or anything that i feel like talking about that particular week i'll run with that i do my my wrestling recap show or i just talk i go through the week in wrestling review it give out three stars and then hockey i just talk about the news and then the leafs and and canadian hockey teams so if, if there's anything that I can do more with the show, if you, I, I would like everyone to interact. If you have any questions for any of the shows, you got a hockey question, you got a video game question, you got a personal question, you got any kind of question, you can send me an email. I will, I'll answer it on the show if you want me to. If you don't want me to answer it on the show, just let me know and I'll, I will, I will keep your privacy. Absolutely, no problem for that. I just want to get in touch with the with the community, man. Like it's um. It's a great. There's a, there's a lot of great people out here, and uh, I I I I want to talk to y'all about this about shit sometimes. So again, you can you can follow me on Twitter. You can send me an email. You can go check out the YouTube channel. All that great stuff. And um, yeah, man, here's to another hundred episodes. And um, I'm having a blast doing it so far. I hope everybody is enjoying it. If you're if you're not enjoying it, if there's something that I'm doing wrong, please just let me know. Don't be shy. Uh, I could take it. I could take it. I've been on the internet since 2010 on YouTube. Trust me, I've been called an annoying piece of shit more times than I would like to admit. But it is what it is, man. It's uh, it's the internet. So you can't take everything that you hear on the internet for for truth but uh, i'm just gonna keep going with it man i'm having a good time so uh that is it that is uh that is the episode for this week uh sadly it is monday but you guys will make it through another week i hope this episode got you through uh whatever you're doing right now uh hopefully it made it just a little bit more better and stuff like that like I, I do uh, a lot of cleaning at work right now because I'm on light duty, so podcasting is basically what's getting me through the monotony of work, so uh, I appreciate a, a podcast that can get me through a really shitty, boring day of work, and I hope my shitty, boring podcast will do that for you and get you through a shitty, boring day, so thank you everybody so much for listening. We'll be back again on Wednesday with the Hockey Cast, and uh, yeah, keep your nose clean, and uh Go uh, watch my YouTube channel. There you go. There's something to finish it off with. There you go. Take it easy.